hello and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Good Vibe. I hope that wherever you're at in your day, you are feeling an uplift and a burst of good energy. You know, whenever I put one of these podcasts out, it's always my sole intention that you come to this podcast and you leave more uplifted, more inspired, more energized, more empowered to just serve you in your abundant life journeys because we're all in this together and truly with this podcast and this vision that I have, it's to really build this community of like-minded individuals because, you know, we're all in this together and we grow so much in, in a union, you know, versus feeling like you are alone in the journey. And speaking of that, you know, in Q1, I'm not sure when you're listening to this podcast, but in 2024, get ready. We have a lot more live podcast events coming. You know, one of my sole intentions with building this podcast, building this community is creating these like-minded spaces, you know, doing these live podcasts, having a intentional event where everyone can gather and meet other people on that same path and trajectory. You know, I always say that your vibe attracts your tribe. And truly when you come to one of these events, you meet people who are on that same ethos, vibe, wavelength. And, you know, it's always so profound to me what happens at one of our events, like with people meeting co-founders, abundant business partners, friendships, and just so many beautiful things that merge when you put beautiful people, abundant souls in a room together. And that's my pure heart of these events. So 2024, I am really kicking it up on these events. So if you're in LA, we have a lot coming in Los Angeles. If you want to come to LA, plan your trip around one of these events. If you guys are not already following Coffee and a Good Vibe on Instagram, be sure you go over on Instagram, shoot us a follow on there because that is where I always announce the details first next to this podcast. So on today's podcast, we're joined by such a special founder in the space and also a very sincere, high vibrational friend of mine, Cody Levine. Now, Cody is the co-founder of TWICE. TWICE is a revolutionary oral wellness system that combines cutting edge science and clean ingredients to strengthen the connection between our mouth, our self, and our world. Partnering with his brother, fellow co-founder Julian Levine and Grammy award-winning music icon, activist, and chief creative officer Lenny Kravitz, TWICE was founded to inspire people to fully realize the power of their mouth-body connection and provide life-changing oral care across the globe. Now, TWICE is truly making oral wellness mainstream and go viral through their killer content strategies, their partnerships, and their scale um, across so many major retailers such as Target, CVS, Wegmans, and Amazon. Now, Cody currently lives in Venice, California, and you can find him, you know, on his bike or looking for yellow in the Target toothpaste aisle. And just Cody is just such a breath of fresh air. You know, everything that he's creating with the brand of twice and how they are really disrupting a space that has not been disrupted and truly just how he walks the walk in every area of life. You know, being friends with him, I see it day to day, how he's showing up on social media. He is an athlete, an entrepreneur, and truly, you know, I always say how you do one thing is how you do everything. And just being a close follower and friend of Cody, I've seen him just dominate in every area and it's so inspiring just how he walks the walk and lives his life in every area and not just in in one not just business so we dive in to it all in this podcast you know from everything from what they're doing with twice to how they're scaling to how they're approaching marketing and branding and also all the things on his personal routine wellness hacks habits mindfulness and all that goodness that i know you guys love Now, if you're getting value from this week's episode at any point in time, it would mean the world if you can screenshot your phone and share it out on social. Tag Coffee and a Good Vibe, tag Cody, tag Twice. We would love to shout you out and love on you for taking time to listen to this week's podcast. Better yet, if you think of anyone you think would love it or really vibe with our community, share this link with someone you care about. Let them know that they should join the Coffee and a Good Vibe family and let's expand this family. Now, I hope that you enjoyed this amazing conversation and episode with the one, the only founder of Twice, Cody Levine. Welcome, Cody, to Coffee and a Good Vibe. I feel like it's been like a 
long awaited recording, but in divine timing. So thank you so much for being here today. Yes. Thank you for having me. The best things are you, you wait a little bit. So I agree. I agree. Like before, like 40 minutes, we were like talking back and forth. And I think that there's just, oh my gosh, there's just been so much growth and just so much to talk about and so many shifts with your business and you know, everything happens in divine timing. So really honored and excited today to go into so many things from business to personal. Yes. Thank you. I'm really stoked to be here. Appreciate it. So grateful to have you. So let's go right into it. You know, I would love to kick it off. I know you've been to like a coffee and a good vibe event. We love to throw the mic over to our guests and get them to frame it. Give us a little bit of a background on you the human that you are, you know, where you're from, where you live now and what you're creating in the world with your incredible business. Yeah, thank you. Well, um, I am human. That's the start. <laughs> and uh, I was born in New York, born and raised. Mm-hmm. I went to school in New York upstate and lived in Manhattan for 10 years before uh, COVID kind of showed me uh, my true love to be in nature and kind of spread my wings beyond the concrete jungle that I love. But Mm -hmm. um, I've been out here in L.A. about two years. And uh, yeah, my journey, uh, one, when I was younger, I think family has always been such a core focus. Uh, I grew up in a family of people who want to make people smile. And um, Mm. my dad, as a dental specialist and a practicing dentist in New York for 35 years, um, as early as I can remember, I was seven, my brother was 10 and we were packing product on the ping pong table in the basement, uh, for the first oral care company that they started helping people feel really confident in their smile. Uh, they brought the first, uh, teeth whitening company from the dental office into prestige beauty. And I think for myself personally, I always wanted to kind of do things a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, not follow the so traditional path and uh, our journey, my journey, I had an experience when I was in college in 2011 that I didn't really know at the time would radically transform the rest of my life. And um, it was joining my mom and dad uh, on our first dental mission. They start, we started a foundation together that brings full service dentistry to communities that don't have access to care. And we were out in Rwanda, um, in Africa, and we were there to meet a woman named Agath. Agath right now is probably in her late 60s. Mm-hmm. And she was, um, she was a victim of the genocide of 1994. And we were there because during the genocide, her life was turned upside down. Her, she was raped, children were born from rape, Her family was murdered and she lost her four front teeth by the butt end of a machete. And this was such a mark for her where she used to sing in the choir and she used to be this bright energy in the community and she wasn't able to smile anymore. And we were there because my parents had met her and said, Agath, I promise I'm going to give you your smile back. Mm -hmm. And this was people I, this was my family I grew up with. And I'm there and we're, we're helping Agath in this dental clinic And my dad is working on her, had teeth made, dentures made over the course of a year. And um, we're working on this one small room and he's checking the bite and making sure it fits. And he finishes and Agath looks in the mirror for the first time in 18 years and she smiles. Mm -hmm. And the the whole feeling, this rush, this wave of emotion was this emotional side of dentistry. And, um... I didn't know at the time, as I was saying, but this was such a transformative moment where uh, the ability to help someone and the ability to uh, bring the light that someone's got inside and let it shine uh, Mm. has been with me since and has propelled me in kind of everything that that I've been doing in my life. That's so beautiful. Does everyone know that story? That like gives me chills hearing that. How old were you at the time when... This is all happening. I know it was a journey of helping. Yeah. I was a sophomore going into junior year of college. Wow, that I, perspective at that young of an age is yeah. so profound. And I was a college athlete. I, wow. play, I was playing lacrosse at Cornell. And uh, the, the track was to go work in finance. Yeah. And I remember I went to an info session at that time of like 
some bank talking to the students. Mm -hmm. I was in the undergrad business program. I was like, I don't want to be a banker. I don't want to wear this suit and be a banker. I want to be creative and help people and tell stories. And uh, yeah, that that perspective at the time, it it hit me so deep and it, it carried with me until... One day we we decided to start our own company and have it revolve around that. Oh, it's so beautiful. I like, I just like that itself. It kind of just shows you like, it, I don't think a lot of people know when we're in our little bubbles. Cause even in LA, you know, like we're living in LA, life's good, sun shining, you go to air one, you see it. Life is like so easy. And then when you get, like it obviously has its challenges, but the problems that like we face here, it's like nothing compared to like, the like, like, that experience like in going and being there I'm sure that's such a it's traumatizing in like the best way with all the growth that comes out after it but how did that emerge twice like where did that start was it a joint decision with you and your brother and your dad after like that experience of like what can we build here how can we serve in such a big way yeah we we came home from that mission and we were buzzing my dad was telling his patients, we were telling our friends Mm. and the natural beauty of evolution of something that's so pure that fills you up. Uh, We teamed up with one of my dad's patients who actually is kind of like a big brother, Lenny Kravitz, the musician, Mm. shout out to LK. Uh, He was super inspired and he himself in his own hometown in the Bahamas had seen how, uh, not having the access to dental care and healthcare can impact long-term health. He had a friend of his in his community who actually was um, had an infected tooth and he was putting ground cracked pepper in a hole in his mouth and rolling up a matchbook and using it as a cap. And he was like, what are you doing? And he went, so we teamed up with Lenny uh, back in 2017 to take Glow Good, the foundation we started and bring it down to his hometown in the Bahamas. Mm. And we've been doing it every year since. Uh, COVID had us on pause. Uh, but we'll we'll talk more about the foundation. We're going back December 4th this year mm. for our seventh mission. And um, the evolution was so organic and so natural. Um, we twice was born out of that mission specifically where my brother joined at the time when I was in Rwanda and Africa, my brother was working in California. He was a banker, yeah, investment banker. He was that side of the coin. How much older is he He's three years older than okay. me. We're opposite sides of the brain. We make yeah. a good duo and we're, we know that when we're, we're better together. We say together we make it better, which is, you know, oh. two brothers. Sometimes we're two rams, like butting heads in a field. Um, but twice was born when, when we were all together as a family. We took a team of 25 specialists, medical and dental, down to the Bahamas. We set up a dental clinic and we were helping people. And the experience changed not only the patients we were treating, but changed every single person on that mission. Um, the ability to to help and give back and to empower people to live healthier. Mm. Uh, the power of dentistry is really, really incredible. We, To your point, we take it for granted, the ability to go see a dentist if you have a cavity. Mm. One little cavity that goes untreated leads to 58 systemic diseases in the body, mm. all stems from inflammation in the mouth. Um, so Twice was really born with a desire on that mission with Lenny to help people take control of their mouth because oral health is the gateway to overall health. Um, we say a healthy mouth is a healthy self, mouth, body, and soul. It's all really deeply connected. So yeah, it was, it was born out of passion and purpose, looking to help people smile inside and out. Quick second to talk about a special offer that I want to offer our community here on Coffee and a Good Vibe. So if you come to our events, if you come listen to this podcast regularly, you know that we are huge on sharing founder stories. You know, I think it is so impactful to use a medium like podcasts, like social media for a founder to truly articulate themselves in a way to share their passion and their baby and their business with the world. Being in the marketing space and, you know, having a digital marketing agency 
for the past five years here in LA, I've realized that truly your personal brand is your currency. It is everything. It is so profound. And you know, the investments you make in your personal brand and your content and your strategy and your, in your time that you take to really work on your crafting your brand voice and your storytelling and sharing it in a compelling way is everything. And the time investment, the cost investment of investing in that is priceless because of what it does to share your story and your brand with the world. Now, I have been working in the PR space in LA for the past five years, and I've noticed that the founders who know how to truly brand themselves, share their story in a compelling way, chop it up on Instagram and share it in bite-sized pieces of content are the ones that truly got it. They got the craft mastered and it pays off dividends tenfold to the sales and the conversions of their brand. Now, you guys might have seen this in past episodes of this podcast where we have on these amazing founders who are just so well-versed in their space. And they also have acquired such large and engaged brand communities for their own personal brand. You know, people buy people. And at the end of the day, if you build your own community, you will have a lasting raving fan base to support your entrepreneurial ventures and your CPG brands. Now, that is why I'm excited to share that within my agency, we are launching a special offering for founders. We're launching a founder PR personal brand package that is going to be a really custom offering that is going to take any founder that is looking to leverage scale and really have a team help them master and craft their personal brand. You have a proven system with what we're building to serve you A to Z on all your content needs. We're going to help you become media trained in you know, verbalizing and sharing your story with the world. We're gonna help you with articulating that voice and chopping it up into bite-sized pieces and having a team to shoot with so you can, you know, batch that content and time batch your time and be able to dominate in this area of social media. I think there's a lot of founders, you know, when you're doing the most, you know, you're running a company, you're scaling a team, you're literally building out your business you know, you can let your social media go to the back burner. And that is what I've seen time and time again. And that's why I wanted to create this full scope offering that can meet founders where they're at and really help them with keeping them in their zone of genius, but having a team fully help them scale on social with all their content needs, helping them craft their story and get their brand voice out to the world and also landing them really strategic PR opportunities to get their story on aligned platforms and press placements that best serve. Now I can get hot and heated and talk about this topic for a very long time, but if this interests you in any capacity, shoot at Coffee and a Good Vibe a DM on Instagram and we would love to chat further exactly about your needs for your brand and meet them where you're at. It was born out of passion and purpose, looking to help people smile inside and out. It's so crazy how none of this is talked about either. Like I think a lot of people just like never even knew that, oh, if there's something wrong with their oral health, they might not like, they might just let it slide or not look into it until it's maybe painful versus like being preventative or actually knowing about it. No one even knows. It's super reactive as a category. Mm -hmm. Going to a dentist, you know, you you don't want to go. Maybe you're scared. You have dental trauma. You think it's painful. It sounds Mm -hmm. expensive. Maybe it's not that necessary, but it really is the foundational core pillar. I mean, the mouth seeds the gut. Everyone talks about the gut microbiome. Well, you've got billions of bacteria in your mouth and it seeds direct to the gut. Um, So that's our goal is to really open people's eyes to the role of oral wellness in our life. Um, and make it a very preventative focus. You know, the products we use every day, how we think about our routines and our rituals, and ultimately our daily decisions. You know, how what we eat, how we sleep, how we move, how we think. Inflammation in the mouth is inflammation in the body. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, we're, we live in a culture, especially here in LA, we're like, man, if something's like inflammatory, like, no, get it out. We don't drink alcohol. We, you know, we don't, we don't do these things that, that build inflammation in the body. Well, if your gums are inflamed, it's the same thing. Wow. Tell me more. I need to go all <laughs> in on this. So what are you, twice, what are the products that you guys are like focusing on? 
let's go into that. And I really want to go into everything you're doing with community and how you're sharing this message. Yeah. Um, we have a holistic system of oral care products. So brush, floss, rinse, whiten. That's our routine. There's a lot of viral TikTok videos about what's the right way to take care yeah. of your mouth. Do you floss first? Do you brush first? Um, we say brush, floss, rinse, whiten. So we've got toothpaste. Uh, we've got a nanohydroxyapatite formula, which is fluoride free. We also have a fluoride formula because we can dive deep into that. Um, but the uh, effectiveness of that formula to aid in cavities and remineralization mm. of your teeth. Uh, we've got floss. We have our hero product, which is called the immunity rinse, our take on a mouthwash. Uh, and then we have two different whitening products. Wow. Yeah. And all of them combined, are they all kind of being, were they all created almost like and moving at the same speed with getting into retailers like you guys are in Target and Walmart? Are they all kind of like buzzing or is it more so like one hero product? Over yeah, another? it's a really good question. And every path, I think, as a business is so different. You know, mm -hmm. what product do you launch with? you launch with one product and be known for one thing yeah. and then you launch more products and build out a set. We always knew that we wanted to provide people a comprehensive solution to take care of your mouth. So like we started with toothpaste launched in 2018. We didn't know anything at the time. We knew we wanted to help people and build a better product. And, uh, we always had this dream of building a full system, uh, for people to use as a new ritual, mm. a new routine. So over the years, we were evolving and, and building out new products. Um, toothpaste is our core, and we say mouthwash. Our immunity rinse is our hero product, but they're all a little different. Uh, we took a bit unconventional way where um, our hydroxyapatite toothpaste is probably our best seller, uh, which we launched later. We started with fluoride because as sons of a dentist, we were like, we wanted to educate people on the necessity of taking care of your teeth. Um, if you're using a fluoride-free toothpaste and there's no remineralizing agent like hydroxyapatite, you're basically brushing with water and you're contributing to the demineralization and breakdown of your teeth faster. So protection is key. Prevention is key. Uh, and we've always wanted to be a brand that can educate on what we yeah. use and why. And In this industry, there's like... I, it's like, I know you'll... You probably know in the back of your hand, but like from someone who's just a consumer, you know, like... We just go to the store, you know, yeah. buy like Colgate. Look at that shelf. You know, it's... like what is wrong with these other, like someone like me who just doesn't know and knows, yeah. oh, I have to brush my teeth, I got a floss, got to buy a mouthwash, buy all the basic brands. What's wrong with them? Because someone right. listening is probably wondering that. Yeah. And you walk down the aisle and um, it's dominated by red, white, and blue. Mm. Colgate, Sensodyne, and Crest. And the innovation has been not really there over the years Why? there's because they're just creating new SKUs to take up more space by like marginally changing something um there's ingredients that we take out like sulfates sulfates are synthetic detergents that make your toothpaste foam mm. like when you're brushing it's kind of like a bubble bath those are sulfates like in your soaps and shampoos and your laundry detergent now we're going sulfate free Sulfates are shown to be irritants. They'll cause canker sores in the mouth. They'll cause wow. skin irritation. So we've removed the unnecessary products and we started to infuse super ingredients, um, vitamins, antioxidants, mm. ingredients like colloidal silver and zinc and baking soda, um, spirulina, coconut oil, and the conventional brands, the, you know, they're there and it's a price game. And we didn't want to be a $12 expensive premium toothpaste. We wanted to bring high quality products at accessible price points. We're $6 and 47 cents a tube at Walmart. So we're highly competitive against the mass market, big time yeah. companies, but with cleaner, better, arguably more effective formulas for the entire oral microbiome. That's the problem. Most brands don't think about the ecosystem of the mouth, the products we use that our grandparents used, they might clean your teeth and maybe prevent a cavity, but are they focused on pH balance in your mouth? right? Bacteria balance, 
uh, that's where the whole oral microbiome comes into a discussion, which is kind of a new frontier that yeah. doesn't get talked about much. I know. And I think it's so awesome too, with just all the conversations of health on the forefront. Like even before this, we were <laughs> talking about candles. Cause I've been like hearing mm. this in a lot. I mean, it's the content that I'm that's getting served on my algorithm, but I'm not <laughs> mad about it. It's like, Oh, if you put like certain scented candles that aren't, I don't want to say like the right terms, but a certain type of candle, then it's toxic Toxic for the home Same thing right. with cleaning. And it's like, that's like what I've been really like leaning, like wanting to educate. And I think it's the same thing with the, with your oral, oral care products. Like I think more of it's going to come out that all these products, like it came out with shampoos and conditioners, right? Yeah. Like people want more natural options with sulfate free. And I think it's just a matter of time till, and then there's no other, do you have any competitors that are doing it right? Like I know you have competitors that are like the old system, but mm-hmm. in the new system, there's a, there are folks out there that also believe a similar concept that, um, you know, we need to create healthier products for the oral microbiome, but no one takes a philosophy of oral wellness like we are. Yeah. Um, that was a big focus for us is to kind of like rebrand the idea. Mm. Um, everything about it from our packaging to how we talk about it to our formulations. You know, that's why we're we're the only yellow brand in the aisle. I was going to say, aisle. I wanted to go into that. I, I'm obsessed with the branding. Yeah. And everyone needs to follow you on social because... You, like, whenever I think about Cody, I think about, like, a yellow heart <laughs> and, like, a star. I just, like, think yellow. I think bright. I think positive. I think active, healthy, good vibes. And then, like, whenever you're wearing Twice merch, which you are, like, it's so bright. Yeah. And it's appealing. That was such a core focus for us. We wanted yeah. to flip the script on the whole industry. Yellow mm-hmm. has always been a taboo in oral care about yellow teeth. And wow, you know, that's yeah. what they talk. Yellow was you stay away from that color if you were the big guys. Yeah. And for us, we embraced it and ran right at it. We said yellow is about connection. Yellow is about light. Oh yellow gosh, is I about love. love. Yellow is about um, that kind of internal feeling of joy and expressing it outward. Like that's what's in a smile. Like your most pure, potent form of life is like emulates from inside through a smile. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's, we kind of, we wanted to own that as a company and, uh, you know, we say feel the brightness, uh, in a lot of our messaging and look for the yellow. So it's definitely a disruptive proposition. I love it so much. Uh, some people on TikTok love it. Some people are like, why is this yellow? It looks like a banana. I'm like, okay, it's not banana. It's actually <laughs> called yellow. Yellow is our color. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really about brightness. It's about love. It's about connection. And that's what we want oral wellness to feel like, you know, dentistry and oral care has always been kind of, um, white lab coat and clinical as it should be. But how do we bring some youth and some light and some love into it, um, is definitely one thing that we've wanted to do. I even think it makes people want to care because you're going to target the people who maybe don't give a shit about they should, but like maybe they just don't care. You're yeah. going to draw in so many new consumers and also young kids. Cause I know when you're young, especially that like going to the dentist as a kid, I remember it was, I dreaded it, mm-hmm. dreaded it. And then it's just like, I remember at my dentist, I don't know, in Canada, like they used to always give you a toy out of the treasure chest. Nice. After Normally going. lollipops, which is so they do, counterintuitive. Then you, you'd be so motivated to go. It's like, at least I get that <laughs> at the end of it. But it's like everything with this brand, it's like welcoming and warm. Um, on the branding and marketing perspective, like what has been ha- like the biggest, I guess, like value, valuable things that you guys have implemented into your marketing that's like really helped you share the message because also I definitely want to go into your events because you started in LA doing the the open breathwork class and I thought that was genius when I saw it because everyone wants to go to breathwork but it's like breathwork was created for twice I agree to use it as like a market (laughs) yeah well I'll answer the first question on uh one thing that's broken through on marketing you know the branding in a beautiful way can speak for itself and the yellow uh, proposition I think shines through when we started talking with people about Mm -hmm. how our products deliver value, 
uh, it started resonating with people who deal with the same issues. So our toothpaste, we were talking about how people, people were talking about us and the products where they've had sensitive teeth and they don't have dental insurance and they're scared of the mm. dentist and they have all these cavities and they've been using Crest their whole life. And now they discovered this product and this brand that actually like they feel healthier. Their gum, their gum recession is, is, is coming back to normal. Their gums aren't bleeding anymore. They don't have bad breath when they wake up anymore because they use our immunity rinse. So that's been a note to any entrepreneur, like building a brand that's emotionally charged is really important, but you can't forget the functional benefits of what your product actually delivers on. And it's a delicate balance of um, functional and emotional, like what makes your brand sing? And then also what value are you ultimately bringing to the end user? So that's been powerful because our products work and uh, we hear it all the time and we found really cool niche communities. Pregnant women and moms love our toothpaste because it doesn't, um, when they go through hormonal shifts during pregnancy, their taste buds and their, uh, when they experience like brushing their teeth, sometimes it's really intense and they get nauseous. Yeah. So our toothpaste is very subtle and soft. So um, same with autistic kids, We've, we have we have a ton of uh, autistic families, moms and, and dads and children reach out to us saying like, wow, they haven't been able to brush their teeth. Like it's been painful for the last 10 years and they discovered twice. So that's been really cool to see a little like- Products number unknown one. Unknown side. Products, products key, products key. We're product obsessive. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think in community and on the brand side, uh, morning breath was this concept we came up with. Did you come up with it? Yeah. Yeah. And I love the open team is like family to me and I'm there multiple days Venice, a week. You know it. Yeah. LA, the most amazing it. studio for, uh, kind of tapping into your body, um, mm. uh, yoga, meditation and breath work. And we created a Sunday morning, morning breath class where you go through a, a breath work class that the team guides you. And then everyone rinses after the rinse is kind of the go-to party trick. It's a concentrated rinse. You pump it in your mouth, you swish it around for 15 seconds. And when you spit it out, you have this immediate freshness and you, you kind of want to get close to everyone. Like you just want to be in people's face and you feel so confident and you want to, Honestly, you probably want to make out with everyone you see because you just feel so fresh and clean. Um, so, yeah, that's one of our fun things that we've been playing with. And uh, one thing I'm excited about is doing some more rinse reactions. Have you seen all those videos on TikTok yeah. of like people trying product in public? I mean, our rinse is a really powerful, unique product in the space. Um, so that you're excites making us. It's so fun. You're making an activity that people maybe like don't care about or write off something that then they want to do. Yeah. People leave the rinse in their car, uh, at their office desk. You know, I use it as an afternoon pick me up instead of caffeine. That. Cause it kind of, it almost opens up your sinuses. Wow. Um, and you know, if you're going on a date or you got a big meeting, it, it kind of, it gets you ready. Like, you're like on the go all day and like, you can't just brush your teeth. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's so, that's amazing. I want to kind of shift gears and talk about your team yeah. because the business has been growing so rapidly and this is a family business. And I think a lot of people out there, maybe they have a family business or they are doing, or they want to launch a business with their partner or a friend, or they just like are in the mode of like scaling a team. I think this is going to serve, but what do you think makes it work? Like, I know you touched on like the fact that you got like, Everyone in the team has their own role, but how, what do you think makes it work to have this like beautiful synergy with your family? You have such a close relationship with your family too, which yeah. I think is beautiful and you can kind of share more on that, but we'd love to hear the secret sauce oh, yeah. into having well, this dream team. I think it takes time for sure, but it's really important to understand the fundamental foundational pieces of why you're doing it mm. because as founders, that's your job. You have to enroll right? Enroll new people, enroll people on the journey with you. Um, setting vision, purpose, values is like foundational tenants that is on you, yeah. that you share to team and you emulate every day. Um, mm. I think that's a, a core element. And then I think one thing that's been really powerful for us is the power of agreements. Are you in agreement? Uh, talking through goals, strategies, 
plans, uh, you know, it's Q4 right now, right? Mm -hmm. How far out are you planning? Are you aligned on your goals? Do you sit around as a leadership table and align on them and say, are you in agreement, right? Person one, person two, person three, are you in agreement? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, great. We are all in agreement. Uh, and then you march towards that because when you're an entrepreneur and you start, you wear every hat, you do everything. Yeah. Uh, you Hopefully you learn each piece enough to be dangerous, Yeah. but you have to hire subject matter experts and you have to hire people who are smarter than you who can show you, oh, wow, yeah. I didn't know that could happen. Mm -hmm. And when you start to bring in um, really talented folks who believe in the mission, I think culture fit is key. I, I always look to our dad's practice. My dad's been practicing on 73rd and 5th Avenue in New York City. Shout out to JBL NYC for 35 years. And he's got a team of about 28 folks. Most of them are international. There's not many Americans. They're from South America. They're from Europe. They're world-class professionals, but they love what they do and they have the best time. Mm. And I, you know, I wonder how does this happen? How do you have people who have worked with you for 25, 30 years? That's amazing. And it's culture and it's, it's passion and it's setting the right type of environment uh, where we talk a lot as a family about servant leadership. There's command and control, and then there's trust and inspire. And trust and inspire leadership is when you elevate people in your organization. You fuel them to be a better version of themselves versus you do this, you do that because I say so. That's command and control. Um, and I've been in environments professionally that where command and control was there. But in a command and control environment, you cannot build a sustainable long-term business with people that are enrolled in your journey. Yeah, because the second another opportunity comes that- They're out the door. Pays, yeah, bye, see you. Yeah, and turnover's natural, but when you when you lead with the trust and inspire mindset, um, you can build a legacy. You can build a culture and environment that you get people get so excited to work there. Um, and I'll be honest, we're working towards that. We're not there. Um, but that's how I want to show up every day as a leader and as a founder. Mm, it's so powerful. I always say that your vibe attracts your tribe. And especially on the work front, as like I navigate scaling a team around even the podcast, I'm just like, I think the one thing that differentiates any brand from another or any other job, because there could be someone who comes in and offers like, another salary to some of your training, mm -hmm. but they would, you'd hope that they'd want to stay with you because of like the vision that you're on, the legacy that you're on the mission to leave behind. And it's so profound. Like when you lead from that place and it comes down to like that self-awareness, right? I yeah, think it's like doing totally. that work and like knowing where your North star is and like, what are your values that you will not stray from? Yeah. Um, I think it's like so such a testament to what you built and like who you are, because you could just feel that, right? When you communicate, I haven't met your team, but I do. Oh, I've seen your family online. Yeah. You just feel that energy. But I'm sure that every person that you're hiring on your team is is that energy, bright yellow star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a filter. And, and building with family is so special because, mm. um, you know, you can be, you can be deep in, you know, uh, a challenge and looking for solutions and everyone brings a different, perspective. At the end of the day, whether you get there or not, you wake up the next morning and you dust it off and you say, all right, let's go get it today. Yeah. And you're just, you're in the foxhole together. And, um, I feel really lucky that, you know, our dad helps us formulate our products. Our mom could sell ice to an Eskimo. She, <laughs> she was on QVC for a decade, wow. uh, every couple months. And, um, it's very cool. You know, our, our dinner table conversations of, <laughs> ingredients and formulas yeah. and marketing and and growth and and how do you i think at the end of the day a support system because nothing is supposed to be easy and you're inherently gonna face headwinds you're gonna have challenges mm. and as a family we say it's not the challenges you face but how you face those challenges and um lucky that we get to build that together because we know that it's in, it's inevitable when we run up against a wall and we can support each other and be there and also know each other's strengths. Yeah. I think a key part about building a team 
is identifying people's unique abilities, right? What are you really, really good at? Mm. Also, what do you love to do? I was just going to say that. I think that's that intersection, is. that's the magic. Mm. I mean, that's the dream. You know, you, a lot of these business coaches and talk about like team optimization. It's where you, uh, what you're really good at and what you love doing, like spend all your time there. Yeah, Unfortunately, as an entrepreneur, you can't really do I that. Especially <laughs> the beginning, like someone listening who's like a, has a startup. It's like, yeah, you wear all the hats, but then know your North star. So you get freaking excited about what you're building. Yeah. Like I used to always, <laughs> I have so many pictures in my archives on my phone of me, like grinding, editing so many assets for this podcast because it's been six years. And I <laughs> took photos of me like on a Friday at 11 p.m. working my ass off on like the back end of a podcast. Being like, this is rad because one day I'm going to have a full production team that will be doing all this work. But this is so cool to like, I have so much knowledge on audio and equipment and st- like things that I don't have to know. I like have so yeah, much knowledge. You're dangerous. But then you don't get any, you'll get screwed over. Cause then when it comes time to hiring a team, you know, you know what high exactly, quality is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I think one thing about you is like you have such a light around you and you attract in so many amazing people, not only on the business front, but your community, your friends, the people you keep around you, everyone's amazing. <laughs> so great. And you've lucky. done this in LA and New York City. Mm. And I think a lot of people um, are always trying to find their tribe. And I think it's amazing when people listen to things like this because they can, you know, if they're local or when Twice does um, an event in New York or other cities, like they can come and they can meet people who are of that same vibe and ethos. But what have been like, or what is your advice for someone out there who's like maybe? making a move to a big city or mm. like even in their city that they live in now looking to align with high vibrational people because you have a crazy group of like amazing groups of friends in everywhere that you've mm-hmm. like been. Yeah. It's, I feel lucky that, um, whether it's New York or LA, uh, I feel like a lot of my close friends are in similar spaces of building. Mm. They, they kind of, they were also a little crazy to like go out on their own path and pursue something that felt scary. Yeah. Uh, and they, they walked at that, that challenge. Um, and I think the idea of finding high vibrational, high performers, right. It's like, how do you be in circles and environments of people who are challenging themselves and getting like a little discomfort, uncomfortable, and also finding things that you're passionate about, right? And where, where those things mix of like getting out of your comfort zone and exploring something that fills you up, mm. I think that's where you can start. So if I'm moving to a new city, I think about what excites me. When I first moved to Venice, uh, a few I folks- I didn't know it was that recent either. Yeah, two years ago. I was that like eight years ago, to be uh, honest. Yeah, well, I, maybe that's a good thing. That's I like thing. that. That's a good thing. Um, I had a lot of close friends in LA that were LA natives and that moved out here. So I, mm. I kind of had a foundation um, of really close friends that all have been through the same challenges and struggles. And for example, building a startup. Um, like David. Yeah, David, one, best buddy in the world. I live with him. We work out of the garage and he's an LA guy and I'm from New York. And we, we confide in each other over mm. our journey. Um, but at a deep at its core, like we're, we're cut from the same cloth and, um, it's the right, it's about mindset and attitude and what really matters. Um, you know, it's, it's not easy what we're doing. And, um, I think it's, it's crucial in any city and in any circle of friends to also find something outside of your daily work that fills you up. Um, Venice backgammon club, for example, I spent a good amount of time going to backgammon club, um, recently I haven't cause I've been training for an Ironman over the last year, a few Ironmans and that consumes me and it's actually my outlet. It's my happy place of yeah. like pushing myself past a boundary. Um, and I think doing that in a new city for anyone, you know, what, what is the type of an activity outside of your daily life, um, that you can explore? There's clubs and things like everywhere. Um, and it's, it's really only one uncomfortable moment away. I love that. And it's such a ripple from there because it's like you take the effort and you go into one club or one new event and you 
like that one friend and then they know ripple like that's exactly how the that's podcast how it grew it's like one person i met uh at gold gym venice and it was like yeah blanky p from movement who introduced me to iconic who introduced me to so-and-so. Then I, then you meet another person, you get uncomfortable. I reached out to Brendan Cohen from Liquid Ivy, introducing, it's like one person, and then it ends up becoming a web. And then mm-hmm. all your friends become friends and you also get so much fulfillment from even connecting these people. Yeah. It's so cool how it's just like taking that uncomfortable step, how much like reward it brings back to you. Having community, especially if you're building something and you're so in the weeds, it becomes like family and it fills you up and it helps you get through tough times. It really mm. does. Um, you can, you can rely on things that can fill you up if you're feeling depleted or friends who have come to understand you, who are there to support you. And that's, I think that's so powerful. And I also think it's so powerful to ask for help. That's been mm. like a new thing lately for mm. me. I was like, I Ooh, <laughs> we're going in. Other stage of my business, I'm like, wow, instead of, you know, why don't you ask for help with a friend who, you know, has given equity of a brand, like just the complex complexity of like things I'm dealing with right now that I haven't been. And it's like, I was talking about this with David uh, Guillaume, who was Mm. just on the podcast. It's like, it's only uncomfortable and you don't want to go there because you just don't know. Yeah. And it's so true. It's like, I sometimes will just like be like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't do equity deals with talent just cause I don't know. Like it's not my, but like, let's learn mm-hmm. and ask for help because you have probably so many people around you would love to help you. And because they've probably done it before. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, um, the ability to ask for help. Yeah. comes at, it's going to come in a moment where you're like, you're most vulnerable. So maybe sometimes I ask myself, where can I ask for help where I'm pushing it away right now? Because why do I need to wait till it gets so in such a deep, dark place that like, okay, let me raise my hand, right? There's always help that, you know, you need at every step of your life. Um, Mm. And so, you know, that's one of the hardest things for people to do. It's hard for me to do. You know, when you, I think I have little brother syndrome with my big bro of like, don't tell me what to do. I'll figure it out. Like, I don't need, I don't need help. (laughs) Um, But everyone needs, needs a helping hand. I know. And the power of it, it's so profound. People love to help. That's the thing that blows my mind. When you actually need it, people want to help because it feels so good. Yeah. It's so true. I, I had an awesome call this past week with um, two founders entering Target, launching their amazing products. Mm -hmm. And I was telling them my experience of being in Target. Um, And I think it was helpful. They were like, I think their mind was kind of blown. They were like, you dropped all these knowledge bombs on like what to watch out for. And I told them the three things that really worked for us because sure it worked for us. It might not work for everyone, Mm -hmm. but it's nice to hear like the war experience of being in it and testing and learning. Um, so everyone can be in, of service. I think mm-hmm. when you first take care of yourself, then obviously you have so much to give and um, that's that's a key. It probably feels so good too, to do that. Like you really left I was energized. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that. You know, you have such a crazy in the best way possible like wellness routine and it's dialed in and i love seeing it i'm one of those people who like loves people who cold plunge and loves people who are waking up and running miles and you run like 20 miles with a smile on your face and i've seen you actually I think yes. like, i'll be like walking on, on the, the boardwalk, boardwalk and i just see you <laughs> literally sprinting it's a run it's a it's cody's run but it's it's a a fast run good pace where did this come from of like the training for ironmans like you're you're an entrepreneur who's performing at such a high level building a huge company on a crazy mission but then you're also training at such a high level being the best you can be and i i think it's so incredible so tell us about where this came from like this passion for everything you're doing on the wellness side. Yeah. Um, Ironman specifically became an opportunity. At first, it started as an opportunity for me to push myself past what I thought I was capable of doing. 
Um, it's a mental game. Sure, it's physical, and I, I love the physical challenge. But I said to myself, let's push past, dis- push towards discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was competitive in college, you know, playing lacrosse at Cornell. And um, what I realized over the last year of doing these is it gives me the same energy of training for game day. Um, game day energy. I saw, I saw an interview with Shaq and they asked Shaq, and I, I don't know if you know, Shaq's a big DJ. He goes by DJ Diesel and he DJs like big festivals. I think he DJed at Tomorrowland in front of like a hundred thousand people. And they asked Shaq, they're like, Shaq, why do you do it? Do you do it for the money? He's like, I don't do it for the money. He said, this is the only thing that gives me game seven energy that I, he's experienced since he left basketball. And I read that. I was like, Look, I'm not, I'm not a game seven NBA championship <laughs> level at any stretch. I did go to two final fours and a few Ivy League championships. But uh, game day energy for me is like to set something out there, work every single day, fall in love with the process, embrace and endure the pain and the journey. And then on game day, just have a fucking ball. It's the best feeling in the world. Um, so that was me pushing myself physically and mentally and and honoring that competitive spirit in me wow what is like when you do because obviously you it's addictive right like you train for one you do it and the rush is like no other and you do another how do you manage it all like do you ever hit a point with work i uh, because i kind of want to what i'm trying to do is i want to go like hammer in on the mental because I think like a lot of people even listening want to wake up in the morning and hit a workout before the crazy workday or they're in this dance of corporate and building a startup and they have the excuse of like no time but you are not only training you're training for an iron man like you're training at a high level and building a company so what's your whole mental Mm. how do you approach like I guess being even like a legend to a calendar even and, yeah. and having that time management down. Yeah. Cause your diet also, I know we haven't talked about that, but that's dialed in too around this. Yeah. It, it ends up being a process of forced discipline mm. where owning your calendar and working towards a goal, working backwards and knowing, okay, here's what I need to accomplish tomorrow in training to set myself up for success. And it's the same thing in business, right? Like you need the discipline and everyone talks about, and I love when people say like, it's not the motivation you need. Like it's the discipline because the discipline is what breaks through when you're, when you're tired when it's raining, when you don't want to do it. And you do it when it's raining. You post, oh, you see it. I love it. the rain. Yeah. I love the rain. That's a motto in our family. Um, and I think the mental game is, is showing up every day because you're working towards something bigger. Mm. When I'm not training, like in the last, since my last race, end of August, I was in Finland for the world championships, yeah. which was super cool. Um, since then... Uh, I have been setting my sights on my next race and I train and I work out, but it, it doesn't have that same level of intensity and focus. And so when I'm in it, my work productivity and my work discipline elevates. I, you become good at getting vitamin N and vitamin N, uh, elite marathon runner who just won the Berlin marathon was talking about vitamin N and he says, it's the ability to say no more vitamin N in your life. And when you're, when you're training and when you're working, yes, there's so much stuff to do. There's amazing uh, events and community, which is so powerful. But if you're in a mode where you need to prioritize something else, training mindset enables you to remove the distraction Mm. and step into what you need to do, which is focus. Um, so my mental game, uh, it's enabled me to have tunnel vision on what fills me up and I welcome new things. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I don't think I'm a hermit, but like I go through moments of, Hey, I'm, you know, maybe I'll stop by for a bit and say hi and give you a big hug and laugh and a little quick boogie, but like I'm running at 6am. Um, and I love that. 
Uh, I you have to love that. It's a bit of a pain. Yeah. The morning routine and getting up early. I mean, there's a great book called Five A.M. Club by Robin Sharma. I don't know if you read it. Uh, they talk about own your morning, elevate your life, and mm. I think getting to bed early. They say early to bed, early to rise. Um, and if you can get up kind of before the world wakes up and you have that moment to yourself, it sets you up for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, movement is the fundamental key thing that I need mm-hmm. to set everything else up for success. How do you, so you kind of said it to a little bit, like you, when you're training for an Ironman, right? Mm. You, maybe you're flexing the end way more yeah. than when you're not. Cause I also know just like when you're not training for an Ironman, you're still training for life. You're training for your, yeah. your fitness. Like you still have your set routines. So how can one listening get better with saying no, or even determining like what the yeses are, what the no's are maybe like, how do you kind of decide like, okay, I'm cause I feel like right now you're probably saying, Yes, yes to more social more. things yeah. versus like not. Cause I, I know, cause I remember one of our events, you were right a, like a couple weeks away from an Ironman. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Cause it's like you, but it, the beautiful thing about that, which I'm even working on is, and this is something I'm really working on. You said no right away. I'm on this people pleasing trip where it's like, oh, maybe if I can squeeze <laughs> right. it, and then I have to deal with the no later. Even though it's like, no girl, you know it's a no. It creates certainty, mm-hmm. right? I think if you can be in a focused mentality and a training mindset, you could be training, you can make your training be anything. Um, it creates more certainty. What do we fear the most? Uncertainty. Yeah. It's pervasive. It's everywhere. We're uncertain about so much. So how do you create certainty? Um, I think for me that's been a powerful thing that it, I love saying yes. (laughs) It's hard for me to turn down a good time and connect with people and be around great energy. Um, And that, at least for me, Ironman has created like something that's bigger than me that I'm like, oh yeah, like this is really what I want to be doing. As much as I want to be there, I'm here. That's like whenever we have a coffee and a good vibe event, I have to really, cause it's like another, it's like you have a launch for like a CPG brand. If I can compare it, it's like you are heads down for this deadline and it's like a huge launch around it. It's like you, but you know the vision and you know how worth it. So I feel like it's so, so much self-awareness too around it. Um, what are your non-negotiable practices? I know training, mm. like list them out for me. And then you could even, I definitely want to go into your morning routine after. Yeah. Non-negotiable. Um, daily movement. That could be anything. It yeah. could be could be walking around the block 10,000 steps. But for me, it's either running, riding my bike, swimming if I'm training. But daily non-negotiable is movement. Um, some mindfulness practice. I kind of see my morning as like a buffet Mm. and whatever I'm feeling I take, I don't need it all, but it's either journaling and then either meditation or breath breathing and breath work has probably been one of like the most transformative practices for me since 2017. And, um, it helps me create so much clarity and push away the noise. Um, and get really clear on exactly what is uh, what is key for me to to tackle, to go for, to feel. Um, so those are non-negotiables. Honestly, I'll say like some sort of sweet or dessert is like pretty non-negotiable. As a son of a dentist and oral wellness enthusiast, I still love like chocolate or something sweet You're like so we healthy. love dessert we love dessert i've seen you and amy on the story with that bark <laughs> yeah oh that date bark Ooh. <laughs> That was so just good. Gotta just follow because you're posting more foodie content. Oh, next up is rice crisp homemade rice crispy treats. That was like, I think that's what uh, won my heart. <laughs> All the baked goods every tahini, day. Tahini based tahini honey oh. and sesame seed. Oh in a rice crispy my treat. god! Yeah. Oh my god! Every day you got a different dessert. 
Pretty much. Pretty living much. the good life. Living the good life. <laughs> I love that. Any other any other tools, habits that have been really profound for you that you'd want to leave with the audience? Um, I think as you evolve, you uh, whether you have a coach or a friend or you learn about some mm. practice, um, I think to each their own, it's about trial and error. And whether it's affirmations, which I went through, um, I think gratitude journal, I think even just putting thoughts down on paper, um, there's a very powerful practice called artist's way, uh, a woman named Julia Cameron wrote it in the nineties and she has a practice that I adopted, which is morning pages. And every morning it's two pages, stream of consciousness, mm. like it doesn't need to have any structure. I love the like five minute journal. I think those are amazing. But there's also this fluidity that enables creativity. Yeah. It enables you to just get things out stream of consciousness and clear the channel for like powerful downloads. Um, so that is something I think a powerful practice that everyone needs to do is like is dance. Oh, I think yeah. everyone needs to move their body and through dancing. Frame up how you do that. Do you just play tunes? Do you set a vibe? Do you just do, do you do everything? I dance in the kitchen uh, with my girlfriend, Amy. Um, I've always loved a good dance party. Uh, growing in New York, um, ended up in some weird, crazy Brooklyn wa- raves Brooklyn and Mirage. Brooklyn Mirage. Go. And I think <laughs> it's, it's something that gets you out of your norm and into like your purest, Whoa. like kind of animalistic nature to just mm-hmm. let loose and have a good time. Like it could be very, you know, we can fall into a, into a trope of just like, go, go, go. But how do you slow down? How do you be softer with yourself? And what can you, what can you go to that like can break that cycle? And I think dance is a very, very, very mm-hmm. potent form of that. that I think everyone needs to do more. I can I feel like I can open up a whole can of rooms and talk to you about like work life balance. But mm-hmm. one other question there: Do you have a a time where you just like disconnect from work? I feel like do you spend a time in like in the evening? Are you like okay six o'clock? I'm off. Like what is your relationship mm. with that shut off? It's hard to do. Yeah, especially um, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's hard to shut off. I think creating boundaries. In the beginning, it might feel uh, it might feel like as a disservice to the business that you might say to yourself, like, I can't shut off like it needs all of me, but it's a marathon. Uh, I'm only five years in and there's plenty of moments of exhaustion and burnout. And I don't think I had the right boundaries for myself. Um, I don't if I need you know, if I want to get on my bike and ride for an hour at any time of the day. I just do it. Mm. Maybe because I'm a founder and like, I just say, you know what? This is going to make, I'm going to come back from this ride and I'm going to be sharper than I was before I left. Um, And I I do think that um, finding your own time and space is key. We all need to slow down and take a breath and take a beat. I don't know how uh, systematic I am with it. I've tried it's tough when you when you're fairly nomadic. Before I moved to LA, I was like always on the move. Uh, mm-hmm. My brother and I slept on our parents' couch for a year while we were making our products. So, uh, and I was kind of in different places in Manhattan and Brooklyn. And it's hard to build that consistent routine. Um, but I, you know, I try to take that time. I go to open twice a week, and I that's a time for me. There's no phone. It's just sound and breath or or yoga. Mm-hmm. And you come out of it with with plenty of clarity. So listen mm-hmm. to the body, I think, is is key. It knows what you need. I love that. And creating space to do that, right? Because we're on that hamster wheel. You just don't even know how to listen because you're not in touch. So it's so profound. There's like 
so many things that you said that I'm like, I'm going to re-listen because it hits different too when you like listen later Mm -hmm. and like presently and then after. And I really encourage everyone listening to do the same thing. I love when I see people DM me, like one girl just DM me with the Jesse one that just went out and she was like, I'm re-listening. And I really encourage people to do that because it lands different. Whenever I have a podcast, like other people's podcasts I listen to, I'll listen three times, four yeah. times, because it's different. You pick up <laughs> Maybe in two elements. months, too, when I have a different version. <laughs> like, always listening. Cody, this has been such a pleasure. I would love for you to share with everyone where they can connect with you twice, the best place to stay connected. Yeah. Plug it away. Awesome. Love a good plug. Um, I'm on Instagram at Cody Mark Levine. Uh, on Instagram, we're at twice. Mm. And then come follow us on TikTok. I know you That's guys are where I spend there. most of my time uh, at Twice Oral Wellness on TikTok. My brother and I do TikTok lives where we mm. sell product live, like oh, no kind of QVC reinvented. And we talk to customers and it's really funny. We're on for hours wow. and we just riff. Um, so yeah, find us there. Uh, you can find our products on our website, smiletwice.com. Uh, we're on Amazon and we sell nationwide at Walmart. Amazing. We'll have everything linked below. I'll link everything in the show notes. Um, and especially follow you for all the content from like food to wellness. It's all there. That that bark, that date bark. Date bark <laughs> coming at you. There's so many viral date bark like videos. I know you gotta make your own. Ooh, I think I you gotta add that own. in on your content yeah. strategy. <laughs> thank I love you. It. Oh, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. 